Hello and welcome to Middle of the Road. My name's Will Brazier. We are a weekly podcast dedicated to football in the Midlands. And if you've come this far, you knew that already. We're three man deep rolling into a podcast this week, so let's get things started. It's a bit of a, a sombre mood in the studio, if you can call it that. Uh, Matt Collins, Ryan Molesworth, a bit deflated after yesterday's final defeat. Matt, how are you feeling? Says it all in one. one t- Ryan, are you feeling a little bit better after yesterday? Uh, yeah, it's quite a nice day. Yeah, well, even though you lost the final. Um, yeah, but you know, just getting back with the kids and you know, just put things into perspective. Yeah. yeah. You had another win anyway, yeah, did yeah. What's that? County, uh, county cricket. Yeah, right. Hard. We called it hardball earlier instead of cricket. Different forms of the game. But. I thought it was like softball, uh, like handball, but with a cricket ball. Yeah. So just Can like... get back to a proper sport. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to Ultimate Midlands Eleven, <laughs> and we've done the eleven. So I'm thinking, where are we going with this now? Well, we've padded it out a bit more, and we're using managers. So who will lead our team out? Matt Collins, would you like to start? Yeah, I can start. Will I'm going to go for a man called Stan Cullis. Okay, not familiar with his work, but that probably shows a bit of ignorance on my behalf. Well, he was uh, he was actually a Birmingham uh, manager at one Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I'm not that ignorant, Matt. So. <laughs> However, he was through and through. I'm thinking of um, Stan Cutlass, who used to um, be the leader of the... Um, BMP. Black flagship. Carry on, Matt. Uh, he's actually, uh, yeah, through and through Wolverhampton Wanderers. He joined them as a, a teenager. He had a short... Oh, so he played there first, he did have a playing career yeah but it was um, cut short by the war what kind of time period are we talking uh, 1930 1933 I believe he uh, he joined Wolves as a teenager ok Matt carry on from 1930s anyway and, well, why is he a bloody good manager Matt I'll come to that Will ok I'm sure you will um, he came on, went on to become club captain at Wolves yeah in his, uh, in his playing career and then he got called up to the England team in 1937 Made his debut in a five-one win over Ireland. Good win. Good he, win. Um, it was also claimed that when England played Berlin on the fourteenth of May, nineteen England played Berlin. Berlin. Sorry, Germany. In, <laughs> England played in Berlin, Berlin, Matt. Germany in Berlin. Yeah. Um, Cutlass, Cullis. Cut, oh so my God! Like, what was it? What was it? Cutlass in my head. Cutlish, Cutlish, Cutlish was playing for Berlin. For Berlin, yeah. Against uh, Martian Eleven. I'll have to start again. No, come on, carry on. Stan Cullis was the only player who refused to perform Nazi salute before the match. Really? Oh, he was the only one that didn't. Yeah. Um, He's the opposite then, he was, wasn't. Yeah, England went on to win that match 6 3. However, Stan Cullis. Oh, you, you're getting confused with um, Escape to Victory, you are. <laughs> That's, you've watched the bloody film, you prat. Um, <laughs> However, he then got dropped because, what, because by Hitler. Of, Hitler gave him the right hand because of his antics before the game. His antics? Well, standing up for what he believed in. Shall I know, he? but Churchill have a word in his ear. Must have done, bastard. <laughs> um, his, his playing career then ended. He he only played for the one team, just Wolves. Okay. And um, he, he said he played for Blues. No, managed no, Blues. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Listening. He then um, became the manager of Wolves in June 1948, aged just 31. It was he's young he's Eddie Howes. Yeah, he um, obviously he, his playing career was was cut short really by uh, the war, breaking out the war. Bloody 
Yeah. Did he yeah. go out there himself? Um, I think he was playing um, wartime games. Oh, like backgammon and yeah, <laughs> by candlelight. Yeah, and Russian roulette. And... Oh yeah. Um, Probably just roulette then. I don't think the Russian influence had come over with a revolver. <laughs> Anyway, he, he um, made an in- instant impact. He won the FA Cup with Wolves in his first season. Going to be the youngest manager to, to do so. I bet he must be up there still now, isn't he? Is he still the youngest manager to do so? Uh, I'm not sure will be. He was so at the time. You have to look in. Right, um, you're a bit like Richard Osman with that laptop today. Can you just give us a bit of pointless knowledge and have a look yeah. at have it while Matt's carrying on? Youngest. Youngest FA Cup manager. I mean, really? I can't think of any off... Of hand, I know it's been a long time since any any round 1948, but won the, no won the FA winner. Sorry, Matt, carry on anyway. So, wh- how did he develop on through Wolves? Obviously, he could start winning the FA Cup. Yeah, um, so they carried on uh, playing well, um, stamping their authority on on the uh, on the league. Five years later, his Wolves team over overtook their local rivals West Brom Albion and uh, won their first league title. Okay. In, in the top division something I'm sure Josh would have a bit of contentious to say but he's not here so he's not so he can't um, say anything Cullis's Wolves team played a large part in the formation of European club competitions as well Will. how so? Um, that was following a victory against Honved of Hungary who at the time Hungary were Hungary, yeah. uh, oh, well, a big power on the international his name? stage Adi <laughs> what? And, uh, <laughs> that's Blake's name I don't think that's how you pronounce it Adi Dazzler and the other players. Yeah, Adi, 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 Thank you, Ryan. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. Carry on. Um, and uh, following that game and a few other international friendlies um, and some comments that Cutlass made about Wolves being the uh, the champions of of Europe. Oh, it kind of stoking the fire it, yeah, a bit, was and, it? And then uh, that's... Stirring the pot. That sort of kicked off the start of talks about European club competitions and without that we wouldn't have the... Uh, the uh, European competitions that we know and love today. So Very interesting. R- Richard Osman, you've actually got a... Uh... Um, I haven't finished. Um... Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Will. He then uh, guided Wolves to two more league titles after that. Yeah. Narrowly missing out on a third in a row by a point to Burnley. Burnley? Yeah, so. Burnley. And uh, also another FA Cup qu- um, win in 1960. But unfortunately, that then uh, ended their dominance... It's not been the really. same since, is it? For Wolves and uh, Cutlass retired from football after having after moving on for a brief. Didn't he start his own Birmingham um, seafood restaurant called Stan Cutlass's Fresh Cutlifish. Fish Food? Cutlifish Food, yeah. Stan Cutlifish. But apparently, that was quite big in the um, Wolverhampton area in the sixties. But that's just me. <laughs> he in didn't. Pop. No, no, not not a fish and chip shop world, but he did after a short spell at Cutlass's Cod. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Short spell at Birmingham City as manager. He took up a post with a travel agency okay. in, in Malvern. Oh, right. Well, a bit local to us. Yeah. Nonetheless. Oh, lovely. Which uh, actually became his adopted home. Yeah. And the town in which he then later died. Ah. No. Unfortunately. But um, his legend lives on. And there's a stand named after him, obviously, uh, as we know, surely, uh, at Molyneux. Yeah, we all knew that. I mean, yeah, we all knew that. <laughs> the stand... Uh, Stan 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 Cutlass Stan <laughs> Stan Cutlass Stan Cutlass Corner there's also a statue um, erected at Molyneux yeah and um, in 2003 he was actually inducted to the English Football Hall of Fame you know I love a Hall of Fame <laughs> you love a Hall of Fame nice. 
This is the English football, so... So that's a proper one. Held in Forget your websites, he's in the proper English football hall of fame. Also, one for Ryan. <laughs> one for Ryan. Um, Ryan Molesworth. It was also uh, Bill Shankly. I made a menu tribute to him. Okay. And uh, in his autobiography, Bill Shankly actually said that um, while Stan was a vos- volatile and, out- was a vos- and outrageous in what he said, he never swore. Oh. He could be as soft as mash. Well, <laughs> I do love mash that, potato, man. but that's another story for another day. And he would give you his last penny. Stan was 100% Wolverhampton. His blood must have been of old gold. He would have died for Wolverhampton above all. But would he have died for six trays of mashed potato in five minutes, Matt Collins? If you give you his last penny, I bet he's a shit travel agent. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Uh, Ryan, Good manager, you... shit travel agent. And a bit like Bodger and Badger with the amount of mashed potato he used to <laughs> consume. Matt, Ryan, did you manage to find out if he was the youngest? Stanker is the youngest manager to win the FA Cup age 31. Lovely stats. So we end it there? Yeah, end it there. <laughs> Three, two, one. Da, no. Da, da. Oh, no, cut that short because we're going over to Ryan Molesworth for his choice of ultimate Midlands manager, Ryan. Stankelis may have been youngest, but I think um, there was definitely a lot to be said about big Ron Atkinson. Ron the Don. Ron the Don. Larger than life yeah. in many respects. Had a, a very short playing career, actually. Okay. Well, not say short, not... Wasn't a short playing career. Didn't play at the, um, nothing like, the highest um, standard. Nothing established. Was at Villa as a youngster and played. Spent the rest of his career at Oxford, a little lower lower down Kettering and, and Oxford. Um, but did actually start up his, his managerial um, time at West Bromwich Albion. And one of the, the first things he did as, as Albion manager was he brought in Brendan Batson. There we go. Three degrees. If Josh was here. Bloody yeah, three hell, degrees. Yeah. Blah blah Give me blah. Rest, Josh, yeah. Exactly. Me. At the time, was the, uh, the first team. Not a team had never managed to. And it is. Feel. It is a very good achievement. Not an yeah. achievement. Very um, different at the times. But yeah, for the, the way for the Josh time. goes on about it. Come oh, on, yeah. mate. Uh, Sit no, your bathrooms and shut your mouth. <laughs> no team had fielded. Um, Three play, three black players on a regular basis, and Brendan Batson was that. Batson, Cunningham, and Cyril Regis. Yes, I reckon Stoke have got a shout for the new three degrees. Yeah, maybe we should do uh, that. Enzo, Z, and uh, Crouch. No, well, you're in a chipping one. Come on, Enzonzi, Diouf, and Enzonzi. <laughs> I'll come back to you. Carry on, okay. right? Um, he led Albion to third place in the league in 78 and 79 and actually Victor Moses good well done three degrees three degrees black flag <laughs> and uh, also got Albion to the UEFA Cup quarter finals heady days heady heights I was going to say I'm pretty sure maybe I haven't been that far far since do you know if Josh suffers with nosebleeds because he would have been back then yeah. they wouldn't never turn their like you know, bam, mashed potato <laughs> Um, he then obviously with, with how well he'd done at West Bromwich Albion uh, the dimis- dismissal of Dave Sexton at Man United created an opportunity there and so he had a after a few seasons at at Manchester United he returned to West Bromwich Albion who were battling against relegation in the third division oh no survival was achieved is that third division in old money right so old money league one yeah 
for the for the younger listeners, which I know there are plenty of. So he managed to achieve survival then, um, and promotion contenders the next season. But then Big Ron decided wanted a bit of sun. Yeah. Thought he'd get himself off to Atletico Madrid. Did he actually? Yeah, he I did. did not know that. Yeah, so he had... Um, Ignorant to come into the fore yet again. But a clash of personalities with the owner, Asus Il... Yeah, nice pronunciation there. ...led to him being sacked just after three months in charge. Um, so he then went to Sheffield Wednesday and that was that... Oh, that was, I had, that was the 97-98 uh, season. Went in the wrong uh, yes. dugout. No, yes, um, no, too early, too early. No? This is this is later on, yeah. When he went in, the, he returned to Sheffield. Oh, okay. He had a first spell there, so he's actually you can think about the clubs that he's joined. He then took over at Aston Villa and led Aston Villa to second place in the inaugural Premier League season. Okay, which actually remains the highest ever finish by an English manager in the Premier League. That's a stat, Ryan. Yeah, that is a stat. Subsequently equaled only by Kevin Keegan in ninety-five, ninety-six. Oh, I love it. Who was the last Englishman to win the top flight? Oh God, come back to us, carry on. Um, that was before the Premier League, just a season before. Anyway, despite uh, leading Villa to their first major success since that, um, since the European Cup, basically. There were a dislike in between Doug Ellis and Ron that developed. They sort of fell out. And um, George Graham. He's Scottish. Yeah. Carry on, Ron. And he managed to keep Villa, um, Villa in the the ne- in the top flight the next season. But then Brian Little came in, and he actually went to Coventry as well. Another one of our, our Midlands clubs. He's done the rounds, hasn't it? He? he has. So it was three months after he became manager of, of Contrary, replacing Phil Neal. But that was when he brought in the high-profile names of Gordon Strachan, Noel Whelan, Gary McAllister. Big deal, was so it? Quite a big deal, yeah, I think he might have been already there. Didn't quite go, go to plan there. Returned to Sheffield Wednesday and after his managing career, we might know that he actually went into broadcasting. Yeah. Got himself into um, a bit of bother. <laughs> to say the least, Ryan. To say the least. What for? We all know what for. <laughs> Don't stir the pot, please. There was actually a, a documentary, I'm not sure if you seen saw it, called Big Ron Manager, which was a series based on his, his efforts at Peterborough, sort of based on his as a troubleshooter. He came in as a English. consultant, didn't he? That it? was it, yeah. Whilst uh, with Barry Fry as well, and caused a bit, of, a bit of fuss there, most notably from Sean St. Ledger, who joked about suing... Um, Sky TV after claiming the programme showed him as a team's bad boy um, which in fact he claimed that he wasn't and showed all sort of insights into the club I wanted to just um, and finally finish on just a few quotes from Ron okay yeah far away either from his broadcasting days yeah I won't mention these the, no the obviously not. but uh, these are just some of the few that he came out with either whilst he was managing or broadcasting yeah go on Ron this is about David Ginola. I would not say he's the best left wing in the Premiership, but there are none better. <laughs> he also said, uh, well, either side could win it, or it could be a draw. <laughs> that was Ron Atkinson. All outcomes covered by Big Ron. And then, lastly, well, Clive, it's about the two M's, movement and passing. 
<laughs> so didn't sometimes come off as the the brightest spark, big wrong. But a, as a character, there's loads of different stories about um, how one we watched previously about Dean Saunders. They couldn't fall out with him. There was too plenty likeable. of fallouts, but too likable. And looking at, at what he achieved with some some smaller clubs, I think he deserves to be in there. Lovely stuff, Ryan. Well, we're halfway through, uh, and we haven't even done Ultimate Midlands Eleven. But I'll run through it. I've gone for quite a controversial choice. Uh, the lads that know of Pete, so I've actually gone for Big Eck Alex McLeish for the greatest Midlands manager. Oh. Now you look at me with a grimace, right? Uh, McLeish came in, of course, replacing Steve Bruce from. Um, he was actually managing Scotland at the time. Yeah, and managed to oust him out, get him there. He came down. First year, not such a good start. It was the year I actually had a season ticket, but McLeish was in charge of the favourite, my favourite game I've ever been a spectator at. Where's that? You'll probably remember it. It was Birmingham City 2, Arsenal 2. Oh, when they... Came um, in three minutes late to see Martin Taylor walking down the tunnel. Yeah. He's just broken Eduardo's leg with what I'm calling a 50-50. <laughs> For me, he could have got a yellow that, there. what is your favourite game? Uh, well, that when It started on a very good day. Come, I've come to that, right? Uh, McFadden whips in a free kick we go 1-0 up with 10 men then Walcott bangs in two pretty good goals for Theo Walcott two power bastards and then Stuart Parnaby wins a penalty in the 90th minute breaking down the right hand side an outrageous run and uh, we equalised 2-2 ended Arsenal's title bid and William Gallas was actually sat in front of me crying his little eyes yeah refused didn't he refused to watch the penalty come off the pitch when you got to come so that season we got relegated but we came back up the year after um, and Big Eck was actually in charge of Birmingham City's highest ever finished in the Premier League which was a dizzying ninth position don't you remember we had Roger Johnson Scott Dan yeah. Joe Hart in goal yeah. so uh, up front Jerome uh, Christian Benitez God rest his soul yeah. so it was a good team he constructed but and again the grimace comes from you at the start because he's thrown that all away when he went to Aston Villa, took them to the... Had one of the lowest winning percentages of ever. any Villa manager. Yeah, probably any manager. The, even the Agent McLeish. Agent McLeish went there, nearly took them down, didn't succeed in his mission, was subsequent, subsequently sacked. I think he had a brief spell at Nottingham Forest mm-hmm. and now finds himself in Belgium managing Genk, where he's rumoured to be... Genk. Where he's rumoured to be sacked from there as he's not got him into the... Uh, <laughs> Europa League. Say, that's, not bad, that's not a bad job for him. To be well, I think he's doing all right. He's got him to the Europa League playoff, I think. So he's really finished much. sort of equivalent yeah. in hours of sixth, seventh. A, yeah, if we had a player, maybe even a bit higher. They probably get less. Yeah, less. I think probably yeah. fifth. Um, but one thing that brought him back into my conscience recently was when we were watching the Football Manager documentary. Yeah. And he was in charge of Rangers at the time, and his son was saying that he used to play it a lot and he found a little lad at the age of 14, 15 in the Barcelona B team called Lionel Messi. Yeah. Told his dad he'd be a good star and um, he said to his dad, you should try and get him on loan. They tried to get him at Rangers but they didn't want to send him out to Scotland at that time. So, oh, Nice little story. Going on a hunch, Baguette could have had one of the biggest players but for me, that's why he should be the greatest ever Midlands manager. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, I've got to choose yeah. in it. Um, it's obviously not going to be Big Echo. I like to prat around, but even yeah. I can't be that stupid. I'm actually going to go for Big Ron. Just I think he'd get the best out of... He'd get the best. He's a man motivator. A, a recap of who's in this team? Or what we'll do that do next week, Ryan. I'll watch What I'm going to suggest is an award for the greatest, greatest player of the Midlands eleven. Okay. So, so it sounds like he's been all over the Midlands, so he'd, he'd know 
Although I wouldn't mind going up for a quick walk up the mall and just stand cutlass. Yeah, that's fair. Back in his day. Back in his day when his uh, knees... Was, was when he was alive. Was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> surprised to see that, st- that Rod Atkinson is actually from Liverpool. Oh, is he? Yeah, I didn't. Uh, the, oh, he uh, moved early on, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he moved early on to Warwickshire. So he, has, he is a Midlands Midlands man as well. Right, 20 minutes in, moving on. Uh, for the headline of the week, Aston Villa 1, West Ham 0. Matt Collins, what's your headline? My headline, Will, I think is... we might be on a similar theme. Survival all but nailed on after win against Hammers. Where's the pun? Nailed on. Hammers. Hammers. Yeah. Oh, right. A bit long, but I couldn't so, really... No. It would lose its meaning if I took I think that's, like we've said before, that's probably an online headline for middle of the yeah. road. Uh, Ryan? Cleverly done. Fuck's sake, that's what I've That's what I've done. Or would have gone, I'll give you yours. Clever lad. Uh, or, uh, what I was going to put then, in the honour of Grealish, was pulled his socks up. Oh. Uh, not gone down very well in the road tonight. <laughs> um, but it was another win for Villa, and that's. Pr- do that anyway. What? Well, Matt, come on, hold your horses. Uh, three and three for Tom Cleverley. He's been mentioned in the headlines. But where will he be next year? Tim Sherwood said that if he doesn't sign for Villa, he's not playing in the FA Cup final. A bit of an empty threat from Tim. Yeah, he's not going to do that. Matt, would you like him back at United? No. Ryan, would you like him at Liverpool? No. Everton, have been rumoured. He's exactly like kind of... Damn. To be fair, if, if Sherwood wants him there, I think he'll, I think he'll sign. You reckon? A big yeah, wages, think- though. Probably, but... Where the Villa getting the money from, from that? Where, Tony Adams, I just maybe. think, where else is he going to go? I don't think he's, he's been proven enough to play at West any Ham? of the top clubs. Is he going to be... He's going to be around that middle club. Unless, yeah, unless if we were picking to... an FA Cup team, he'd probably be a four-star. Yeah. Around that kind of... Unless he wants to go to London and live there. What's wrong with you know, Birmingham? He might, he might like it. Well, Tim Sherwood's got him motivated enough. I think he'll be at Villa next season. Matt, will he be at Villa next season? Villa or Everton, I think. Will he be at Villa next season? It's a yes or no question. It's a yes, no, no question. I don't want him to put my balls in my heart. I'm, put, I'm putting my balls in a blender, he won't be there. Oh, where will he be? Um, <laughs> oh, uh, he'll be uh, Everton. Matt's already said that, he's taken. New Darren Gibson. Exactly what I was what thinking. Is, what, get injured and not play again? Hopefully not. Pretty much. Come from United, but maybe Sherwood's giving him that kind of flashes. Of, figure. I just like think like to think of Darren flashes of quality, but then just mixed no in yeah. product. and that's probably similar player. Darren Gibson was like got Twitter for a day, didn't he? But he deleted it because he was getting too much abuse. <laughs> anyway, back to Aston Villa, one 0 win. The results at the weekend. Do you think they're safe? Uh, yes, well, they've got to be safe. I can't see Hall, be, uh, can't see Hall not... winning both games. No, could have been a lot different if Hull had won on the um, on the weekend. A lot different as well. A lot different. And if Villa hadn't picked up that win against Everton as well the week before. Mind you, you yeah. thought with with the results that Villa have had, you thought they'd be well clear by now. But yeah, all the other teams have been picking up points. On recent form, they deserve to stay up, don't they? Really? Oh yeah, we've last yeah last two three weeks, I, th- I think it's got to be like three or four of the bottom teams have picked up. A good amount of points. Leicester have picked up yeah, like fifteen yeah. points and yeah. have doubled the tally in the last six games. Sunderland have started. Big Dick's got in there. two in a row for the first time <laughs> this season. So Villa are doing it. So you've got it's like a championship playoff run if you get it at the right time. It does make things interesting, but as I said, you'd have thought Villa would be high and dry by now, but just keep getting 
Until it's mathematically impossible. Yeah, exactly. Something that's low and soggy are Jack Grealish's socks wrapped around his ankles. Matt Collins, his talent is undeniable. His future is probably promised. But what about his hair and his socks? Yeah. <laughs> Frustrating. Frustrating. As a man that likes to have a pristine kit, I've viewed you both, Ryan and Matt, um, obviously at the weekend, like to be very well presented. Do you think he's trying to carve his own style out on the pitch? That's what I was just thinking then. It's like, can he, is it something that he's going to be Everyone's doing the more known? Um, but is it something you want the kids looking at? It's not safe. It's not, it's, Ryan, as a PE teacher, you've done probably numerous health and safety courses. Exactly. Only, only going to take one high tackle on his... On his non-existent shin pads if you saw a year 8 pulling up a manoeuvre like that what would you say to him get your tape on exactly get him up yeah where you get him higher I like a nice um, shin pad and ankle combination but I know they're slightly yeah. phased out if it takes yeah like you said <laughs> one one injury and everyone's going oh, what, it serves you right what about though all that jelly's got on his hair I used to have it when I used to wear shock waves it starts raining it's almost like acid in your yeah, eyes yeah that will cause him more problems yeah when it rains next it it's come the winter it's alright now Come the winter months, a Tuesday night at Stoke when it's raining, dripping down, and you got gel in your eyes. Like that, it'd be like um, Ant or Deck from the Biker Grove sketch when you got the paintball in the eye. <laughs> I'm blind. I'm blind. That was more Scottish. I do apologise. The hair doesn't worry me that much. So it doesn't bother. It me worries me, Matt. Unless he's got a substantial hairspray in there, it's I the do socks. worry. It's the socks. What's the yeah, hair for me? Really Matt? The socks. Just pull them up. <laughs> if he's going to get rid of one socks or hair yeah um, hair for me shave it all off number one what get rid of the socks so you're all gross <laughs> low socks get rid of the idea of his low socks and pull them up just get pull up the socks pull the socks cut the hair yeah socks where do you stand on a cock sock moving on <laughs> Newcastle one West Bromwich yeah, Albion probably one. only has it on the, just on the tip <laughs> <laughs> moving on <clears throat> another I've, I've got down on <laughs> I've got down here an amazing point for West Bromwich Albion considering they're playing against the best coach oh, in the Premier yeah. League so yeah. just going back though Will no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you do laugh but I've seen someone you, you've got to keep your shaft protected I saw someone I was playing the game once high tackle obviously it was the day days of metal blades oh, 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 oh no yeah I, I won't go into detail but if you had have had it was a hospital visit and uh, he, was, he was out for out of action for many weeks shall we just on, and on off the pitch yeah right anyway back to St James's Park a good point considering <clears throat> they're against the, the best coach in the Premier League Pulis has described his job at West Brom I wanted to get your thoughts on this as the hardest job he's had in football what do you think to that? Obviously, tough times at Stoke. Might maybe have been the time that he came in as well, considering... Surely like, when he came in at Palace, they were 19th, they were... Oh, yeah, yeah. Were one to seven odds on yeah. to go down. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I'm not... not Tricky's over-egging the yeah, cake. definitely. Because he, he's been kind of like, hasn't he, kind of hard on himself, and he's always like that with saying he's up against it and all this stuff. But I think he... Well, his main aim is to keep him safe, wasn't it? Which he should have done, I think. I opinion. think, yeah, I think he's just trying to justify spending yeah. that money on that new gear. <laughs> the, uh, what gear? The trainers. <laughs> Baseball. <laughs> all the, all the but he's always like that. He sort of plays the, the victim kind of sometimes. Oh, I've seen such a great yeah. job. People couldn't have done what I did. Well, that was a good point for them. They're on 41 again, points he, now. He does keep doing it. so He does. Exactly. But surely the Palace job for me has got to be a harder task. Yeah, for me. For me, for you, Matt Collins. To me, for me, 
Um, Stoke three, Spurs. Does he wear a coxer? Uh, Pulis, no, he just keeps up baseball. He's got two baseball caps. <laughs> He's got a mini, got a you know. Mini he's got a mini one, like you like see. Lego. Oh, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> uh, Stoke three, Spurs nil. Kind of great result. Great result. Nothing game there. Spurs don't want that Europa League. Do you know? I think you were saying that. Did... Spurs sorry, and Southampton have lost like the last. They have. They I, have I had heard that they. I'm not. Didn't Adam. want it, but <clears throat> Charlie Adams strikes again though. Yeah, it's a great finish. Yeah. They're, not, they're not going out there to lose. No, 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 not at all. Um, we're going to move on to we've got the, our final show next week, and it's going to be an award special. Obviously, we need to create a few nominees, and there's a few different awards to be given out. One of those will be goal of the season. Can we get a few contenders in there just so I can write them down on a piece of paper? Obviously, we've got front runner Charlie Adam, Sean Geddes. Against who was it against? Um, I can't remember. Can you remember wrong? It was away somewhere. Like the FA Cup. <clears throat> no, yes, it was against Barrow. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, away. Combined there. One yeah. little one two. It was absolutely fanta- fantastic. And I know Josh isn't here. We can obviously go back to to Josh. The goal this season goes to Josh Mitchell. Well, we'll put that maybe bit, in there. Don't be a bit premature when you're handing out your uh, awards there. But Josh will be up in the running for what can oh, only yeah. be described as the best goal I've ever seen on Astro. But similar to Sean Geddes as well. Similar, yeah. Um, I've also got down here probably goal you haven't seen. Um, David Cottrell against Nottingham Forest in the two-one win. Right hand side, kicks in his left. You, I remember oh, I do. Going from, on about it. Yeah. Kits in from the left and then just pings it. Yeah, off the stanchion as well, which is a key point because it's a lovely yeah. little aesthetic but, to see when that happens. Uh, anything else? I'm trying to think. There was quite a few the other week, wasn't there? With we did when, a goal um, Zamora. We did a goal of the week last week. Zamora, but he was Zamora. playing for QPR, so I'm, unfortunately oh, I'm right. not going to okay. accept okay. that. Okay. Uh, moving on to Pratt of the season. One that we've mentioned, uh, we have a big production meeting before we go on there because obviously this content does not produce itself. <laughs> um, the bloke came on with a big dildo on his head at Villa Park. He did. Big Pratt. Big Pratt. If it had a sock on it, yeah, then it'd have been okay. But probably he'd probably need yeah. a football. In sock fact, on it was there. the same game which maybe produced many a Pratt. Many a Pratt on the bloody on the pitch. pitch. Yeah, yeah. Many Pratts on the pitch. Has- it. Hashtag many a Pratt. Many pr- <laughs> many Pratts. Can you get <laughs> that on a mug, Matt? Yeah. We'll Gale Pratts. Many Pratts. Gale. <laughs> Gail Platts, Dave. Gail Platts, Prats. Media Platts. <laughs> Get that on a t-shirt. That's like eat, sleep, rave, repeat. That. Is. Yeah. <laughs> Gail Platts, David Platts, Media Platts. <laughs> right. Stop it. Get that down. Um, we'll come back to Pratt of the season next week. Well, I'm sure we'll have some strong contenders. And it's a kind of split award surprise of the season. Most improved. Matt, you had a strong shout earlier. I did. Yeah. Um, Josh Mitchell. <laughs> um, when we when he came into the fold at the, s- the start of the uh, season, um, he was very quiet um, on the mic. I was always encouraging him to speak up, Josh. Yeah, and he tended to to, to back away. And we, uh, I think, uh, as time's gone, on, confidence has been building, and and now he's uh, just seen him grow as a person, really. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think you have to alter his levels on the uh, on the editing anymore. Do you? Yeah. No. When you used to alter the levels and alter the, the editing, it didn't it didn't even sound like Josh at the start. No, but and now jo- they don't need to do that. Josh has come in sounding like a movement and actually leaving like Brian Blessed. If you want, his, his voice is very booming. Um, <laughs> back to the football matters. Although Josh has probably won the award already. Um, <laughs> surprise of the season: Sherwood's record at Villa. I mean, I thought he was a, a bit of a thick idiot when he came in, but he's. Six wins in twelve, is it seven yeah, and thirteen? Can't knock, can't knock what he's done. The Rowett Revolution at Birmingham. 
Yeah, especially at the start of the season. Thank you, you Ryan. What with the position that they were in and and the off-field issues. Yeah, he kept them, and also Cheltenham Town being relegated. Not a surprise for me. No, I thought it was. I don't see him as a conference club. Maybe that's because I'm a bit younger. Been sipping at that fountain of youth for too long. We should get down Wadham Road. Yeah, yeah. it would be cheaper anyway next year, wouldn't it? Mm, you two might get a game if you play your cards right. Don't worry. Yesterday's performance. Moving on to can't speak. It's going to be yellow card. I can't speak. What left you speechless? Well, we've been off for it off the air for a good two three weeks yeah, now. So anything yeah. in um, that two three week period left you speechless? I'll start with mine because it's a bit of a. I know you two have got some Bobby Dasness to finish with. Uh, I came to your final last night. It was an unfortunate three 0 defeat. But um, I don't know if any of you've seen the Budweiser advert where. I think it's it's done by CGI. It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely not yeah, real. Yeah. Um, one of your lads gets brought on, trips himself up on the pitch, doesn't kick the ball, then he hits it at the referee's back, <laughs> and all of a sudden the opposition are on goal, and it would have been, if I'd have had my camera, I'd have sent it in, but he unfortunately the lad chips the ball, and it bounces off the bar from the edge of the area. Would have been a great goal. Ryan Milesworth, what left your speech was? Well, we have actually talked a lot in the past, and Josh, our resident, resident referee... Um, res- re- re- resident, resident referee, referee complainer about a consultant consultant usually has a, a f- few words or, or so to say about the referees now I've got one of my own I think we'll all back you up here which it, all, all yeah. of you will back me up yeah. um, is the most hated referee at the moment yeah. between ourselves I think yeah I don't know I don't not, know how we still um, registered yeah it's not it's not Clattenburg um, it's, it's John Snow. No, not John. Not, no, what's his John name? Snow. Who's the one doing the final? It's not Graham Pohl. It's not Graham Pohl. None of those. Not Mike Riley. Not Mike Riley. Who is it? Ryan, not David not Lisa Riley. Not Lisa. <laughs> it's Ian Lowcroft. Ian Lowcroft. Yeah. Ian Bastard Lowcroft. <laughs> Ian Bastard Lowcroft. I won't even beat that out because he's a bastard. Basically, that's actually his name on Twitter. <laughs> after. Um, there's something what we like to do on on FIFA for the listeners that um, you should try it yourself. Yeah, is is pick a team and try to go through an FA Cup campaign all on the same team, on, on the same world team. class difficulty. World yeah, class so that's just the one below or, legendary or above, or above if you want to. Which um, four of us on the same team? We'd we're trying our best as Everton. We're Everton. We're in it. I think third round. Think no, no, was. we got to the fifth round. Was it fifth? Yeah. Fifth round. We've got a whiteboard on the wall. It's got tactics on there. I mean, it's all, we found out it's all about defensive discipline. Yeah. And then giving the uh, the front quick player six change. players a free roll. Exactly. You've got to be creative up there. And we're at a, a tough game at, at, uh, at Anfield. The Merseyside derby. Merseyside derby. It was heated. And we were 2-1 down early on. Um, but just before half time, we had a corner. So it's, it's everyone right on, it's right on half time. Right on half time, we had, we had a corner. Ball swung in, decent delivery, and keepers come up, drop the ball. Mini well, drop the ball. It goes up in the air, doesn't it? There's a bit of a scuffle, and yeah. then we're all get on him, get on him, get on him, make it difficult for Four him. Four of us descend around. on him, don't we? It's it's typical derby football. Um, it's frantic. The ball is bouncing around the box. People trying to dive in everywhere. Anyway, we've got the rub of the green. The ball is ricocheted off someone, and it's bouncing in the net. It's rolling in. It is rolling in, and it is almost. It is a half a yard away from bouncing. It's going in there. There's no way it's stopping. Whistle goes. 
We think, oh no, Fowl's... Fair enough, because there was Fowl's a lot of commotion yeah, going we on. We think, oh, Fowl's been given. What's he giving here? It's Lowcroft again. Two more whistles go. <laughs> half time. <laughs> He's blew it for half time as the ball is rolling in the net. And I'm not joking. That is the worst refereeing decision I have ever seen. If, if we weren't at Matt Collins's, which is a well-respected residences within our um, yeah. uh, friendship group, um, the TV controllers and the PlayStation would have been out the window. Yeah, they? if I was at my own home, I'd have, I'd have caused all sorts of havoc. So, we're, well, we're gonna as soon as I press stop on this, we're gonna start one tonight. So, if Lowcroft's repping, I'm going. Yeah, low, I'm off. No Lowcroft's. I'm two footing him. No game. Matt Connors, what left you speechless? Um, did that just leave you speechless? I think that's all left us speechless. Yeah, it has actually. Yeah. Speechless. Do you want to end it there? Um, I can add further to the FIFA woes. I know what you're going for. I know what you're doing, brother. If you want me to. Um, yeah, there's a. I think we we actually got through that game in the end, didn't we? Even despite low no, cost. We no, we lost. I thought we won it. I'm no chance. Two one. I thought it was, and then no, we went out in the next game. No, we lost that. Despite our best efforts. Anyway, in the next game, the next round. Yeah. The next year. The next year. <laughs> yeah, we got knocked out, and then the next year, another game, same situation, same format. Same Low, cro- Low Crofts on the line. <laughs> <laughs> You think it's a glitch? He's just got his flag in the air. It's not. <laughs> anyway, it comes to the end of end of the first half, and there's um, it comes up on the screen. Four minutes of added time. So we we play on. We think we can nick a goal before half time and change the team talk. Anyway, um, ball is bouncing around by the by the touch line, and uh, one of the, we pressure one of the defenders. What we like to do is. When, the, when their defence gets the ball, they like to pass it around. And if you pressure them, especially the full-backs, we'll press them with a couple yeah. of players. Tell me about it. They can't have... They just mostly Rosehead. turn around and just <laughs> hit it into Rosehead. So we're doing that. We're, we're pressuring him. And he, he's turned around to hit it into Rosehead. He's hit the ball. And <laughs> the linesman stood there with his... No, with fourth his, official. Fourth <laughs> official, sorry. Four minutes up. And the ball's hit the ball. <laughs> And bounce back on the pitch. <laughs> and play's resumed. We got the ball and we scored from it, didn't we? We did. So And then we won the game, but we didn't win the cup, which is something we're yet to do. But we didn't win the cup, but who's won this week's round and quiz show? Well, there's three man deep, but it doesn't matter because I've won this week's quiz. You always give it to you. Anyway, I'm two right? winning streaks from it. No, I'm only joking. This week's winner... Is Josh. Is Josh, because yeah, he's watching yeah. the Maccabees, which I can all agree are a great British... Band. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and we YouTube and Josh SoundCloud, MySpace, and Bieber. Bieber. A Josh. What's the yapper? Thanks, thanks, Josh, for getting involved all the way from your telephone. He was busy tonight, but he's come in and chipped in with that. Um, congratulations, Josh. Thank you, Will. Uh, well done, Matty. Thanks, Will. Well played, Ryan. Cheers, We're here for one more week. Put it in your diaries. Tell your family. Tell your friends. Uh, uh, uh.